Tuesday, November 29th, 2022. All is well in the world. The USA defeated Iran today one zip. They have advanced to the final round of 16. They will play again next, this coming Saturday, actually. Did you watch the match? I'm not a big soccer fan, but I, I got to admit, I was, uh, it was tense. It was tense. Okay, well, that's the big news for today. Welcome to another episode of the, uh, what is this called? Today's Other News. Yeah, I keep wanting to say something else. I'm KJD. I use my initials. I think that's the new thing now. Kind of gives you some information about who I am without um, divulging too much. I've got a really cool article I think you'll like to know about. Some of you are really going to like this. The title is Being a Cheap Date is Suddenly a Major Plus. I repeat, Being a Cheap Date is Suddenly a Major Plus. Now, and this is from the Wall Street Journal, so it's got to be, this cannot be disinformation. It's got to be true. So that's the headline. It says, for many people, the big question these days is less about who pays and more about how much. So I don't know what country the person that wrote this lives in. If this is a new thing happening out there, I've been out of the dating world for, gosh, since COVID. So... I don't know. I guess I'm going to have to get back into it now that uh, now that the game has uh, now that the game has changed. It's not how it was when I was uh, last dating, especially in LA. The first thing that most women ask the guys, and probably some guys ask the women, "What car do you drive?" <laughs> okay, that's usually the first uh, one of the first questions. So the article says that looking for love has always been emotionally draining. I agree so far, totally with this article. Now, it will also drain your bank account even more than it used to. That's why many daters are increasingly pushing back and embracing frugality. It's a necessity for some. With the price of restaurant meals up 17% and alcoholic beverages away from home, up 12% since the pandemic. So meals are up 17% and drinks are up 12%. I wonder how accurate that is. That seems 
Seems modest. I bet it's higher than that. Here we go. For, for Tyler, we'll just say Tyler. I won't give his last name. Asking someone on a date used to mean shelling out for a fancy sit-down dinner. True. These days, he's more likely to suggest drinks, small bites, or even cooking at home. Mr. Sandoval, I just gave his last name, (laughs) also says it's easier to end the date early if it isn't working out during drinks. Now, that's, that's true. I would say from my experience, I'm curious what your experiences are. My experience, out of, again, this is in L.A., I would say out of, what, over a fairly, you know, over a number of years, probably, let's just say 20, 20 dates. That doesn't probably seem like a lot, but it actually, 20 dates with 20 different people over a course of a number of years, because occasionally... Occasionally, one of those dates would work out and there would be a quasi-relationship for a few weeks. I would say over those 20 dates, probably 60-40, the first date was dinner. And it was usually the lady that suggested it. Rarely did I suggest dinner. Usually the lady did. And I believe... Just thinking back, I think most of my dates where I just actually met them for a drink actually ended up being the best dates versus the dinner. I don't know. It's just something about, I think this article gets into it here. We'll we'll read a little bit more. You don't have to make a huge investment in someone you don't know, says the 32-year-old Boston email marketing consultant. You also don't want to assume that someone else wants to make a huge investment in you. Los Angeles-based dating coach, Julia, now she should know what she's talking about here. She's in LA. Says rom-coms taught people to shower a love interest with elaborate gifts, food and wine, to signal their interest. Now, yes, I've done food and wine. I've never done elaborate gifts. I don't can't imagine anyone expecting an elaborate gift on a date, a first date, even a second date. Elaborate gift? I don't know where that came from. Now she says that kind of move is more likely to signal that you're out of touch with today's economic concerns. In other words, it's cool to be cheap. That's the new, that's the new thing. Because if you're not cheap, if you spend too much, then you're not concerned about the economic climate. Hmm. Even if you have money and it doesn't matter to you, I guess it's better to be cheap anyway. Not that I do. I'm I'm all for the being cheap. Cheaper the better. It says it's overwhelming when someone you barely know love bombs you. She says, referring to these kind of grand gestures. I've never been love bomb. Hmm. Have you ever been love bombed? Probably. I'm just missing out. 
her clients increasingly opt for more casual dates to cut costs and to show their sense of fiscal responsibility to a potential partner. It used to be taboo to talk about money. Now you need to have these conversations. <laughs> okay. I am glad she's not my dating coach. I talking about person says, you know, you don't want to make an investment of money or time over a large, you know, a really nice dinner. You don't want to do all that, but you have to have this conversation about money. That's putting the cart way before the horse. The average date night costs $98 in the U.S., according to dating app Zoosk. $98. The average date night. Again, this is pre-COVID in L.A. uh, Let's say a nice dinner at Mastro's and maybe two glasses of wine each you're, and tip, you're well over $200, well over $200. you are not under. You're over $200. So I guess that's not your average date night in the U.S., of course. Just trying to think. I mean, $98. Now, again, this should, COVID, pre, after COVID, inflation should be factored into this now, right? So $98. What can you do right now if you had $98 to take someone out on, on their first date? Where, how would you spend and where would you go to keep it under or at that $98? I don't know. Fridays? Maybe. I don't know if you can go there for less than 98 Nearly half of single Gen Zers, Gen Zers, did I say that right? And millennials have suggested or taken someone on a less expensive date due to inflation and current economic environment. According to an 8,000-person survey conducted in August, again, the survey. So, again, I'm liking this. I think I used to default and just going out to dinner the first night on a date, and it just... Like I said, it mostly never worked out. You, I mean, you meet someone online, you have a nice phone, phone conversation, and then, and then you go, and you have to sit down there. You know whether you have good table manners or not. It's just, it's just too much pressure. Oh my goodness! I don't. I'm glad that this now is not. It's not the thing to do because I might want to get back in the dating game now because. Yeah, having drinks is much better. What are some of the worst first dates that you've ever had? I can remember one of mine. I talked to this lady on the phone for probably a couple of weeks before we actually ended up meeting. And we got along so well on the phone that we decided to make a day out of our first date. And So it wasn't just dinner. It was an entire day. It was meeting at a park which now that I think back is kind of weird. I don't think anyone would want to meet at a park these days. We met at a park, went for a walk or a hike, and then we went to a baseball game. Yes, a baseball game, a three-and-a-half, four-hour baseball game. And then dinner after the game. 
And that was our one and only date. I don't think either of us were really, I know I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't feeling it. And it was a long day. Never make that mistake, please. So we're going to continue on here. There's just a lot of people talking about things. Uh, Natanya says now almost exclusively goes on walks for her first dates. After a string of bad matches, she decided to incorporate dating into an activity that already brings her joy, walking around Prospect Park in Brooklyn, New York. If it's not a match, neither of us need to feel resentful that we invested our time or our money, and I can, and we both can instead feel glad that we got to take a walk in the nature. Okay. Well, she's looking, for, obviously, for a guy that enjoys taking a walk in the nature. She's kind of limiting her opportunities there. But those who have had pre-screening their, those who have had pre-screening their matches with a phone or video chat. Now, that's something I've never done. Never done a video chat and um, was never asked to do one. Never, never thought to invite anyone to do one. That's really cutting to the chase. I kind of like that. It's like the hell with the drinks. Let's just, let's look at each other on, on our phone screens and see if we're going to go forward. We can, you can pour yourself a glass of wine. I'll pour myself a glass of wine. That way we can both be doing what we enjoy doing, talking and meeting each other. And we don't have to go for a walk in the nature. So that would be good. I like a video chat. Anyway, to get an initial read on a possible date, they are now using the same strategy as a money-saving tactic. See, She sometimes has extensive text conversations with her dating app matches before meeting up in real life. That went on for so long before actually going on a date that she jokingly asked if they could just be pen pals forever. Inflation is also provoking more people to question norms around who picks up the tab. Hmm. Robert, or no, Rachel, who dates men and women, usually splits the bills or picks up the tab when she's on a date with another woman. But when she's meeting up with a man for the first time, she believes it's polite for him to pay, offer to pay. And I don't disagree with that at all. I think the man should pay. What do you think? I think so. Uh, more of her dates have been asking to split in recent months. I've had, yeah, I've had some people ask to split it. You know when they ask to split the bill that there's not going to be a second date. Things did not go well. And uh, I don't know what it is sometimes. Sometimes, you know, when you meet someone, you just you just feel comfortable right, right out of the gate. And there's other times you just feel just tense and you just come across tense. And uh, it doesn't help your cause when you're not comfortable. So we're going to go ahead and go on here. Uh, Mr. Sandoval says inflation has coincided nicely with his growing belief that picking up the tab sets up an uneven power dynamic that could carry over into future relationships. He says he can only think of one recent date 
where they didn't split and his date didn't offer. That's weird to me, he said. It wasn't worth making a stink over. So, there you have it. For all of you listening to this audio tape. <laughs> uh, I just gave my age away, didn't I? Yeah. For those of you listening to this podcast, and you're in the dating world, don't be afraid to be cheap. It shows that you're conscious of the economic environment that we are all living in and that you are making good, frugal decisions with your money, no matter how much you got, how much you don't got. It'll go a long way in uh, just basically proving that you're up on the times. And whatever you do, if you don't like your car and they ask you what car you're driving, just tell them, do what I did. Just tell them you Ubered there. I'll see you next time. Thank you.